Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you as you heard live from New York City. Sorry that I wasn't here yesterday, but I'm here going forward. Very excited. Show today from the Big Apple. Show tomorrow from the Big Apple. Some South Florida shows next week. Tommy, good morning. Pretty Daddy, uh, do you want to just get it up, get it, get it going, get it turned up? I almost used that word, but I'm going to wait for it. See, I'm not cool enough. All right, I'm going to do it. Do you want to get turned and come down to uh, Miami with me next week for mm-hmm. some yeah. You're going to fly me out to Miami? There's a you are you would have to certainly fly to Miami. That is so nice of you. Yeah, I'll take you up on that offer. I'll fly to Miami. I will book a tick, ticket right now on live radio and pay for your flight if you if you'll come out. It's very gracious of you. So yes, I, I'm and I'm 100% serious. Yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. Bluff call. Do you really want to go? Um, I'll get back to you. Okay. Would have been would have been awesome. We're hanging out today, though. I did forget about that. I hurt. I hurt. That is a definite. I, I hurt your feelings. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. I have some stories to tell about, um, what's the word, how dumb I am in about 20. That'll be great. Maybe dumb is the wrong word. Scatterbrained? Seinfeld-like? Aloof? Aloof? There's an aloofness. I've never used that in? word before. I just wanted to use it. Yeah. Aloof. It feels like you're saying someone is aloof. Like, hey, Bill, don't be such, why you, why you loofing? Why are you aloof? Uh, but it's one word. Why so loofy? Why is everyone turning the dial? We don't know. Uh, all right. We've got Tom Haber show on the show. Excellent, excellent NBA writer, thinker. He he is very much on the opposite side of Doc Rivers to me. He thinks Doc Rivers gets a bad, bad rap. So I'm not going to argue with him because I don't argue with people who are wrong. Just kidding. I'm going to just give him what? No, I can't do that. I want to give him a space to have his say in an hour. No? Tom didn't like it. That's why Tom and I never talk. Can't argue. <laughs> uh, I've got, a, uh, I've got a, a philosophical question about Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. And if, a what-if question. You know, there's this Marvel show, Tom. What if? Kind of alternate universe thing. I haven't seen season two. What if Andy Reid actually were to leave at the end of the year? We'll get into. We've got a no-context, rapid-fire Bane of his existence, but suddenly he loves it for, for Pretty Daddy by or sell. Aaron Rodgers continues to be not the best. And I will um I will talk about Doug Rivers in my own way. It's really it's been a great start. You know when a when a couple gets married and you go to the wedding and it's a lot of hoopla and there's a big announcement and you know, maybe she at the last minute was gonna be with somebody else, but just like actually I'm gonna marry marry her. 
his best friend, and then you go to the wedding. I'm trying to make this analogy work with Doc Rivers and the Bucks, and and uh, and it's just okay. It's kind of a party. It's cool. Everyone's optimistic, but then a weekend you see them fighting at the grocery store, and you think, oh, this isn't. This is where Doc Rivers and the Bucks feel like they're at. They're zero two. Let's start here, though. Let's start. We'll do a little NBA. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Tom loves this topic. This is a pretty dandy approved topic. Oh, and Tom's going to brag later about Embiid. I knew he shouldn't have gone for 70. He might be right. He's not right, but we'll give him a maybe. Look, everybody is angry about the rules that the NBA have, have put into place. And if you miss this, you have to play 65 games now to qualify for these individual awards. You want to be the MVP. You want to be the defensive player of the year. You want to be the sixth man of the year. More importantly, you want to make all NBA's first, second, or third team to which there's a lot of money attached contract-wise. That's how the CBA works. The agreement, you got to hit this mark. And everybody's angry. Everybody thinks it's stupid. And everybody better get used to it. There's a lot of rules I think are stupid at all the places I work other than this one. Every rule that Odyssey puts down is great. But we've all had jobs, right, where there are some rules that you don't like and you think are idiotic or, or unfair or just maybe they're not idiotic, but they interfere with your life and you're not a big fan of them. Welcome to reality. So I'll let you listen to Draymond Green very, I think, interestingly and and in a way that makes sense in a moment here, give you his take. And I understand Tyrese Halliburton, if you missed this, Halliburton missed some time, came back and played one game, missed some more time. He is probably not going to make that 60. He's not going to make that 65-game mark. So it's going to cost him, I think it's $41 million. He's upset. I understand. And narratives in the NBA, and I've talked about this, right, groupthink is no think. There's always momentum in what people think in the NBA. And it doesn't mean that whatever the group thinks is wrong, it, but sometimes it is. So now there's this push, and I really respect Rachel Nichols. I think she's an outstanding reporter. She had a great perspective that she put out on social media that I actually agree with, which is, hey, let the voters decide. Let the voters figure it out. Don't tell us a guy that plays 64 games can't be the MVP or any of these other accolades, but a guy that plays 65 games can be. And I get it, but this is the way it's going to be. The NBA is not going to change. We all got to get used to it. Look, I wish I had 131 sick days and 200 vacation days. I don't. I have the vacation days that I have, right? I've got like 15. Tom's got like 15. Stu Kovacs, who's on it for this, has like 50. Whatever it is, you just go with the way that it is. This is the way it's going to be. So before I get to Draymond's complaint and all the other things, let me just give you some facts. Here are some facts. Last year... The MVP, Joel Embiid, played 66 games of an 82-game season. If you're running a business, that's not, a, that's not enough. Giannis Antetokounmpo, who I actually voted for for the MVP last year. Yeah, I voted over Jokic, and I voted over, over Embiid. I would have done it again. He played 61 games. On the All-NBA team, a bunch of guys, Damian Lillard and LeBron James, played fewer than 60 games. That is not a recipe for success for the National Basketball Association. That is not good when you are an entertainment company and your primary entertainers are not willing to entertain for huge chunks of the year. I am sorry, I am, that Joel Embiid got injured in that game a couple nights ago when Jonathan Kaminga fell on his, on his knee in the fourth quarter. It was, a, it was bad. And I am with you. Let me admit that I was wrong on something, because I'm sure I said it on here. I know I said it on CBS Sports HQ. I know I felt it. Embiid had missed some games leading up to that, coming off that 70-point night. And I rolled my eyes and thought and said, 
okay, he's wink, wink injured. Because it felt like load management. It felt like this guy's just not playing because he doesn't want to. And then I saw him hobble onto the floor in the Bay Area in Chase Arena. And I was like, oh, I'm wrong. I got that wrong. Do you know why I thought Joel Embiid was full of it? Why I thought he was faking is the wrong word, but wink, wink, injured? Because that is actually how the NBA tends to operate. Guys sit all the time. Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving were both, just both happened to sit out. Was that last night? It's a game. Happens again and again and again and again and again. I have sympathy for Joel Embiid. But you can't miss this many games. If you're a star player and you want whatever accolades you're going to get. If you talk to people around the NBA league office, if you talk to people who are behind this rule, there's a few things that are that, that to me seem true. Maybe I'm wrong. Here's my sense of it. One, they're not going to change their minds. They like the way that it's going. They're willing to write out the criticism. Two, they see the frustration and the anger and the criticism over the in-season tournament and then how well it went as proof that they can't be swayed by whatever the narrative of the moment is. And three, they will tell you, I don't have the data, maybe they're full of it, they will tell you that their measurement of load management, of, of, of how often guys don't play, is down 10%. That people are playing 10% more often. And again, it's hard. You can look at Joe Embiid and you can do one example and say, this, this rule is stupid. But you can also look at Kawhi Leonard and you can say, wow, this rule works. Maybe the rule doesn't have any bearing on either guy. Maybe Kawhi is healthy this year and Embiid was never going to play 65 games. I understand, I do, why the NBA feels the way they do. Because even opening me, talking about the National Basketball Association, opening the show, first little little radio parlance, is not a universally accepted thing to do on a radio show. I'll do it because I think it's interesting. I do cover the NBA in my other job. And I don't know that it's, it's going to be easy to talk a good football topic every single day the week before Super Bowl week. But the fact that that's a question... The fact that many of my very, very smart colleagues are never going to talk NBA in a show. The fact that if you listen to CBS Sports Radio 24 hours a day, which you should be doing, or if you make the mistake of accidentally listening to another radio network, which you shouldn't be doing, that you will, in some shows, not hear a lot of NBA talk, is proof that the NBA needs to, you know, be more relevant. And saying to Joel Embiid or Kawhi Leonard or Steph Curry or LeBron James or Tyrese Halliburton or any other superstar, Jalen Brunson, don't worry, don't play, play 50 games, it's good, that is bad business for the NBA. That is, can you imagine, I mean, look, I know it's different wear and tear. Can you imagine if, if there just became a movement where, where Mahomes decided, I'm going to play 13 games a year. I just got to make sure I'm going to be okay. It is not good business. It doesn't make sense. And so I understand uh, on the Draymond Green podcast, which by the way, this came out before Embiid got pulled. So he's going to say tonight. It's actually, it's earlier, but it came out in the middle of the night. Okay. I wasn't here yesterday. I understand Draymond Green makes a really, really, really good argument. I just want you to hear in the context of, I get what he's saying, but for those of us that aren't allowed to take 20% of our days off because when we get sick, I want you to hear Draymond's argument for what it is, which is someone with a lot more leverage than most people that work for a living. Joel playing tonight felt very much so because of the 65-game limit. Well, I think it's actually quite bull****. Guys didn't face those rules before. But those same NBA, all NBA teams, those same MVP awards, lists, uh, defensive player of the year, those lists are the same. I once lost um, a defensive player of the year award to Kawhi Leonard, and I think he played 51 games. In turn, 
Um, you get Joel, who comes out there tonight, and he forces it. And freak play with him and uh, J.K. diving for the ball, but maybe it's not as bad if the knee isn't already banged up. I don't really bang with it. And now we got one of our premier faces in this league, the MVP of our league, possibly hurt for an extended period of time because he's forcing it. All right, a few things. First of all, Joel Embiid does not care about being the MVP. He was never going to make 65 games this year. Could only miss five more. Was never going to make it. He was out there in part because Philly needs to win games and probably in part because there's some pressure. It was the only late game on TNT. It's the feature game. And secondly, the reality is that most of us, I'm going to use an analogy here. I know we're not NBA stars, but we all work for a living, not because our companies think we're awesome and have set up a a nonprofit to support Bill Ryder's bourbon drinking habit and Pretty Daddy's diaper buying habit, which actually isn't a diaper buying habit anymore because congratulations, Will. Potty train, way to go. Did it. Great stuff. They do it because we think we can bring some value. Because they're in the business of making money. And just because you make $50 million a year instead of, you know, $5,000 a year doesn't mean the rules aren't are, are, are that different. Leverage is different. But if I or wherever you are called in sick, think about 20 out of 80 games, called in sick 25% of the time. One out of every – one week out of every four or five weeks I called in sick, I would either run out of sick days or I would get fired or I would get called in. Or maybe if I really had a legitimate, and this is going to happen in the NBA, legitimate reason to be out, they'd say, we understand. We're sorry that you're uh, struggling with your health, but there is a policy, and you cannot get paid for those days that you're out. And let me address this, too, because I think the details matter. This outrage that, I, that I've seen, Tyrese Halliburton doesn't get $41 million. This is outrageous. I, yeah, you get paid to play. And the way that the contracts work between the players – Association of the NBA. This isn't sexy or, or or interesting on the face of it, but context. Ma- God, Tom, Tom has been like rubbing off of me. Context matters. When Tyrese Halliburton does not make All NBA this year because he doesn't play enough games because he doesn't qualify, and that costs him what he can make in an extension, a new deal, forty one million dollars. I think is the number. The forty one million dollars doesn't go to James Dolan's pocket. Okay, he's not the owner of the Pacers, but just for you know, it doesn't get split thirty ways by all the guys. Men and women, Jeannie Buss isn't saying to herself, oh, good, good, Halliburton didn't get the extension. I get a cut of that. I'm going to buy a yacht. That money just goes to other NBA players, many of whom probably are playing more games and earning that money. There is a set amount of money that the players get. They get 50, I think it's exactly 50% of whatever the NBA makes from basketball revenue. So, yeah, it, it, it is brutal for Tyrese Halliburton. It is not great for Joel Embiid if he really cares about the hardware. It is not a crime against the players. They are going to get the players collectively the same amount of money. Just ha- so Halliburton not getting forty-one million literally means other guys are going to get that forty-one million between them. It's going to go somewhere else. Here's my message, and, and we'll let we'll let. Um, I don't know where Haberstroh comes down on this, and, and Haber Tom is one of my favorite NBA people out there. I think he's really smart and really good. And ironically, I think we disagree on 80% of things. We just, we, and that's great. That's fine. Well, ask Tom. But I'm just telling you, as someone who votes for these awards, who would who, and I don't want to be told who I can or can't vote for. I, I'll make my own standard or threshold. But the NBA doesn't care about that either. They don't care what I think about it. They care about money and growing the sport. 
And they want the game to celebrate and focus on guys who are out there because it's entertainment. So you and me and Rachel Nichols and Pretty Daddy and Tom Haverstrow and Draymond Green and Tyrese Halliburton and Joel Embiid better get used to it because it ain't going to change. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. 855-212-4CBS, Twitter Sports, Reddit Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. This next one's going to be tough, this next segment, because I've got a triple whammy. I got Tom being right on something, probably. I got my wife. I kind of hope she's not listening. She's using the car. Being right, being right on something I've been, I, I actually been hiding from her. I don't want to go home. I have to admit something that, I, that she was right on. I was wrong on. I'm, I'm not happy about this. And uh, I embarrassed myself in a high-powered meeting yesterday. All of that next here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Writer Than You. The Iowa State Fair is famous for a butter cow. It's a giant slab of butter that they carve into a cow. It's cool. It's like a butter statue. But it does not smell good. On CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. This portion of the show is sponsored by the new Hyundai Tucson. Available with complimentary class-leading Blue Link Plus. Now it's easy to use your phone to control your Tucson. And it's easy to use your phone to call us at 855-2124-CBS. That's a transition. Tommy liked it. You felt good about that, didn't you? Well, that was a good one. You liked it. That was a good one. Let's go to Boise. Let's go to 95.3. Go to Eric. Eric, appreciate you, brother. Thank you for listening on this Thursday. You are on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Bill. I, I got to tell you, I've been waiting weeks for you to talk about this. I don't know why, but I've been I've just been waiting for this. Cause, you know, I really feel like this whole load management thing started when LeBron was with the Heat and they kept playing the Spurs in the finals. And Popovich, every time they would play the Heat, it would be a nationally televised game. But Pop would never play Duncan. He'd never play any of those guys. And he would call it load management. It had nothing to do with load management. What it was was he didn't want to give the Heat a mental edge to let them believe, hey, we beat them during the regular season. We can beat them again. That's real. That's where this whole thing to me started. And I'm, I played high-level baseball. I believe that when you play that much sports, I don't think anybody's ever healthy. I don't think anybody is ever 100%. 
But in order to qualify for certain things, I think the ultimate and the first step should be availability. If you're not available on a consistent basis, you shouldn't be eligible for anything. And it reminds me, I used to and the first qualifier for any spiffs, any money, any extra bonuses, anything was availability. If you weren't there, you didn't, we weren't getting paid. That's just the way it was. That's how all anyway, jobs work, it. right? That's all the jobs. Like you, you have to show up, Eric. Thanks for the call, dude. You have to work. That's the deal. Take Tom Cruise. Look, you can think Tom Cruise is awesome. You can think he's not awesome. You can remember he jumped on Oprah's couch a long time ago. That was weird. You, whatever. The guy puts out movies and shows up, by all accounts, on set and works as you know what off. Doesn't matter how great an athlete you are, how great of a basketball player you are, how talented an actor, how incredible or pretty of a daddy of a producer you are, how great of an insurance salesman you are, what you are as a principal or a teacher, how good you are in the investment circle that you, you move in. If you don't show up and do the job, you have less value than if you do. you got to be around. Eric, I'm 100% with you. And Eric makes a great point. Everything in the NBA comes from its stars. And LeBron has been the antenna that has sent out the signals of what everything's about for a long time now. How the stars go, the league goes. What Jordan did, other people did. The NBA, its tone is set by the people who dominate the actual play on the floor. And my read on this, similar to yours, is that I do think Popovich was also load managing. I think you're right. There was those mind games. And LeBron studied it. And he's talked about it back in the day. And paid attention to it and saw how the Spurs one year didn't play anybody 30 minutes a game and won an NBA championship against LeBron James and the Heat. And LeBron, as he got older, started to implement what Pop had done because it works for the player and it works for the team, but it doesn't work for the league. It doesn't work for the league. All right, thanks for the call at 855-212-4CBS. Tom, hello. Good morning. Hello again. Good morning, Bill. Happy Thursday to you. Didn't you already do that? Uh, I don't think I did, actually. No. No. You're loosening up. Yeah. I got three stories, okay? I got... I got your right. Oh, well, that's a heavy favorite. I hope, like that one. I hope my wife's not listening. I got a thing that a thing between her and I that's not going to end well for me. I like that one as well. And then I got, oh, no, at a high-powered meeting yesterday, a Bill Ryder, oh, no. Which one do you want? For, I'm going to let you pick. Choose your own adventure. Let's go high-powered meeting first. So in my defense, in my defense, I'm an idiot. In my defense, I'm busy. When I'm in, I like being in New York a lot. I love being here. But Monday and Tuesday... I'm not complaining. I'm very lucky to have two jobs in a business where it's hard to have one. And if you listen to the show, you know I'm triply lucky. Okay. Um, I work basically when I'm in New York City from 7 a.m. to 2 in the morning, as you know, because I'm very angry sometimes when I come in. Right? Is that fair? <laughs> I didn't say it. You said it. Is it fair? <laughs> I will co-sign it. I apologize to you. But it's a lot. Of, I don't get a lot of sleep. So, so, And I front. I sort of front-loaded that, that schedule this, this time around so I could be pleasant today. It didn't work. I'm sorry. Um, okay, that's my excuse. I showed up. For a one o'clock meeting, like I had a high power meeting, right? Showed up. I, I had to use the restroom, but I skipped it. I was kind of hungry. You know how that like I'll just hold it, you know? It's, this is the this is the real talk, right? Because I'm running around New York City going sure. from one meeting to the next. And I'm hustling down, you know, one of the avenues, and I get to this fancy schmancy building, and it's a high power person who I kinda know, but they're a big shot, whatever. And I roll up to the security guard, and the way it works in New York City, if you don't know, is you go to the security guard, you show them your ID, they call upstairs. And then they give you a pass and say, go to, you know, go to floor 421. And you, and you go there. Okay. So I hand him the ID and I'm like, hey, I'm here for my one o'clock meeting. What's going on? And I'm mentally preparing, like, no bathroom for two hours. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's going to be fine. 
and I kind of like have this sort of moment of revelation because the guy makes a face. Like, oh, I'm here for my one o'clock meeting. And he gets on the phone, you know, the, the, the Charlie Brown. Rah, 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 rah. I can hear them talking. And he has my badge. He says, please go to floor, you know, 131. And I, and I go, oh, bleep. It's noon, isn't it? And the security guard goes, yeah, bro. When you told me you're, you're early. That guy, just talking to that guy, he was not happy. I showed up an hour early. For, I was so embarrassed. I went up. I'm like, hey, and I'm sorry. And I can come back in an hour. And the guy was great. He's like, no, no, we can make I'll move some things around. Showed up an hour early for this meeting. Wow, a full hour. Yeah, it's pretty early, right? Now, was it like a time zone issue? Well, that's the, what I said to him. I go, hey, my excuse is I'm not good at time zones. But, <laughs> but that's a three-hour thing, not a one. That doesn't make sense. Right. Maybe right. if I was coming from Kansas City or Iowa where I've lived, where it's an hour difference. Now, like, when did it, like, were you looking at an email and you thought it said 12, but it really said one? I just am dumb. Okay. I, I was trying I, to give you a little bit of an out. That was embarrassing. Okay. Okay. Um. I don't know that you're right, but you did do the whole Embiid shouldn't play. Now he's hurt. When he when he chased seventy, you were very. I'm not saying you're right, but but the absurdity of your take has gone from 100 percent absurd to 97 percent absurd. You look thrilled right now. You look really <laughs> thrilled. You look really thrilled. Well, if we're to believe Nick Nurse, this is an unrelated injury. Supposedly, I don't, I don't believe Nick Nurse. That was <laughs> neither do I. No man. Um, I mean, look, the, the only reason that I said that is because he's, other than Anthony Davis, he's mm-hmm. the most fragile player in the NBA. Like, playing this dude 37, 38 minutes a night is not a recipe for success. Is it fragile or fragile? I don't know. You said fragile. Whatever I just said, you I said f- earlier this week. I say fragile. Fragile. I said fragile? Yeah. Maybe okay. it's fragile. You know what that word reminds me of? Fraggle Rock. Did you ever watch that show? Yeah, once or twice. It was creepy, actually. That's it. That's all I got. I, I didn't plan on bragging. No, no, that's fine. Can I can I give you one that really hurts me? I this is the one with my wife. I um I stain everything I wear. I, I mean it is it does it doesn't matter. It's it suit co- I, I I just if I drink wine or I drink coffee or eat food, it doesn't matter what it is. It 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 it, it, it somehow appears on my shirt. And my wife thinks it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I don't buy new clothes. So, and I never buy myself new clothes. That's also ridiculous. I just like, well, I get free stuff and I get stuff for Christmas and sometimes like a TV network will just buy me clothes. Well, when you get free stuff for Christmas, it's free for you. It's right, not right. free for your loving family who right. bought it for you. So I don't buy myself clothes. Okay. But then, I don't know, every every like, every like seven years, I'll just, I'll go spend like 400 bucks. Like I'll get a pair of jeans and I'll Seems get- Seems like a big gap. Yeah, it's not very often. Okay. There are things in my closet that I wear that I've had since college. Okay. They don't fit me, by the way. <laughs> they have holes in them. I'm not, and I wear them. You, you, you're judging me. But I decided to, I saw this beautiful, I wore it the other day, white hoodie. I wore it to, to, to here. Do you see the white hoodie? I did. It it's, looks new. It's cool, right? Yeah. My wife, when I came home with it, my, my wife, Lori, said in front of my daughter, why would you buy that? You're going to stain it. And my daughter, Madeline, who I love dearly if she's listening, Lori could literally say, I love you, good morning. And Madeline's at the stage of her life where she says to her mom, whatever, mom. And then I'll say, <laughs> I love you, good morning. She'll say, thanks, Dad. That's really nice. Fun stage. That's a great stage <laughs> for me. I'm a hero. So Madeline goes, Mom, why just let Dad ha- Why are you criticizing what Dad bought? And then when they were done, I said, I said Lori, I'm not going to stain it. I love this white hoodie. And she said, just don't. So this is the whole thing. became a whole thing in the house. I wore it the other day. How bad? I went and got a pizza. Oh, I, wasn't, no. I wasn't thinking. I looked down. Just like a one-inch pizza grease stain on the 
I have washed my hoodie in my hotel shower, I think, 11 times since Tuesday. Any success? Not working. Oh, no. So I was going to, I'm, I'm going to take it home and smuggle it unless she's listening. Because we've got the stain treatment stuff at home that I've learned to use. This is it set in stain now, though. Is it set? I keep washing it. Is it set? <sighs> I think. Son of a. I mean, yeah. God. I love that hoodie, too. What if you try and return it? I mean, I mean, it's worth a shot. If she's not listening, I could also. I thought it's expen- I thought about buying another one. <laughs> That's where so we're at. she can't see it because <laughs> now we're at. the hoodie for the rest of my days will ju- that stain will just be a walking voice that says to Lori, "You, Lori, were right, and your husband was wrong." It was. A, it's been a rough couple days for me. And you can't wear that hoodie like out in public now. That, I mean, that's an inside hoodie now. No, well, I, I love it. It's like a little. It's sort of like right on the breastbone. Yeah. You can't wear that in public. I mean, then, then I then I thought about maybe um, then I thought about maybe just staining it strategically across the hoodie to make it look like it's part of the. That's look. that's not a good plan. You don't think that works? No, that'll end badly. Also, my headphones just died. So for a second, I could like everything's breaking around me. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, it's man. It's all You've happening. You've been in New York for like four days. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, what was – I had this pizza and it was, I just, just, just lean over, Ryder. Just, you know? It was so good, though. Go with like the, the tucked-in napkin look. I was walking down the street. I was walking down well, 57th Street. Well, don't walk and eat then. I had a coat on, but I thought I had it, I had it buttoned all the way up. I didn't. There's the first – don't walk and eat. Why? I was busy. I had to get to, I had to, get to Grand Central to take a train to Stanford. There's, there's just a number of things wrong. I also ordered Greek food for dinner the other night, and I didn't realize that there was some, like, two for one, like, four sandwiches showed up for the price of one, but I just. It's not a bad thing. But I had to throw some of it away. You don't have, like, a little mini fridge? No. Ah. Congrats. All right. Your MB take's not as bad as I thought it was. <laughs> That's, that, you know what? That is a big you compliment coming from you. Uh, Andy Reid. Mike Florio told us. He told other people. I think he told Gelb first that Andy Reid might step away. We are going to do a thought experiment on what that would mean, what that would look like, what Mahomes' future would be if Andy Reid went away. That's coming up here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update for Andrew Bogus. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to Writer Than You. I think you could use a little a little shower positivity. I want you to think of turning on a faucet and rainbows come like a rainbow coming out. Just the joy of, of the world. You're not the first person to tell me I need some more joy in my life. On CBS Sports Radio. Honestly, I'm not here for work for CBS Sports. I'm here. Your wife hit me up. David Marinick hit me up and said, can you care bears this thing? Just shoot some joy into the universe for Tommy. I said, I'm coming. 
How's it working out? <laughs> How's it working out for you? <laughs> I'm laughing more. I'm smiling more. I'm pretty angry in the morning. I'm sorry. When I first show up, I'm pretty mad at the universe. <laughs> I've learned. Took some time. I do not take it personally. To be fair, you're angry all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I know where you're coming from. Uh, by the way, <laughs> this is so great. I'm sorry, Milwaukee. I know we're on the air in Milwaukee, and I, I, I have family from there. I'm from Dubuque, Iowa, which is the border of Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois. I really like the people in the front office. I really like Giannis. I'm a, I don't know Damian Lillard at all, but I like – I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm not a Doc fan, and I'm enjoying – Sorry. I'm sorry, Mo. I'm enjoying it. They have not won yet. If you missed this, Doc Rivers is 0-2. Joe Prunty was the interim when went 2-1. Just Doc Rivers. Okay, you lose it. You lose it. Denver. Was that the opener? All right, that's a tough game. That's a tough game. You have to beat Portland. A, Damian Lillard went home. That was last night. B, that's a home game for Lillard. I mean, people showed out. It was turned. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> we can do it later. Created a monster. These kids, I don't know what they're saying. What are the words? That, that was turn, Rizgod. Um, no? Oh, no, I've lost you. All right. <laughs> All right. Just keeping up. And you got to beat bad teams when you start your tenure with if you're Doc. They're on two. It's amazing. Also, they go at Dallas, at Utah, which, by the way, winnable but not as winnable as at Portland. And Utah's really well coached. They're good. They're not great. Like They're a really tough bad team, I think, is probably. Bad team is probably a little strong. And then they go at Phoenix. The thing is, the Bucks should be favored in all these games except at Denver. And it's only a couple games. And I think Doc's probably going to have some, some regular season success. But it is not a good start. It is. And I, I'm not going to get on here and lie and pretend I don't love it. And why, you say? Why are you so petty? Well, I like to be right. And also, I don't like the way they did Adrian Griffin. The thing is, if you're going to fire some... Have you been... Tom, I don't know if you've seen these this, this sort of trend out there, but people are now streaming, recording, and then r- streaming their firings. Have you seen this at all? It's a, it's a trend. I've started to. It's hard to watch. Cringy. Yeah, there was, um, there was a young woman in her 20s, I think, who who really went viral a few weeks ago. Two people she'd never met laid her off. And the reason I'm bringing this up in the context of Doc Rivers in the Milwaukee Bucks is, look, bad things are going to happen. People are going to get are going to let get let go from jobs. It's awful. People are going to fail sometimes at things that, that they want. People are going to get broken up with, right? People are going to have their engagement proposals occasionally turned down. It is not always what you do, but how you do it. It's not always what you say, but how you say it. And the reality is the Milwaukee Bucks' handling of how they fired Adrian Griffin is separate from whether or not they should have fired Adrian Griffin. Should they have fired Adrian Griffin? Sure seems like it. If you're going to fire a guy who's 30 and 13, there must be really good reasons. Huge skepticism. And if you lose the locker room in the NBA, you're, you have lost your job. It's just a matter of when, not, not if. And the celebration and the dancing that the Bucks players did the, the game after when Prunty was still the interim was pretty eyebrow-raising. Okay, so that's a separate issue in question, and, and, and you can debate it. But then how you replace him and who you hire matters. And the fact that you hired the guy who was supposed to be the advisor, who went to the press conference, Doc Rivers introductory, and said, I, you know, this is uh, I, Adrian, I really like it. We have a relationship. What you, uh, come on, man. 
That's bad karma. It's a bad look, right? It is one thing for a woman to break up with her boyfriend when he proposes and say, I just, I don't see it. It's another thing to start dating his best friend a week later. Those are separate things. All right. And by the way, I know people that's happened to. I just, fair or not fair, I don't root for the couple after that. Maybe that's me being judgmental. Hard to root for Doc Rivers. I do root for Andy Reid. I, I am so happy Andy Reid has found the instrument of his opus in, in Patrick Mahomes. And earned it, by the way. Drafted him, right? Ran. He has GMs, but but Andy Reid is the is the power broker from a football perspective in Kansas City. You know the the rest, the history. They go, they trade up, they they draft Patrick Mahomes, they sit him for a year behind Alex Smith, then they unleash the greatest quarterback on the face of the earth. And I think it's conservatively true to say the guy who was already, for me, the second best quarterback of all time. That's probably the better argument, by the way. Has he already passed Montana? Montana got four. I think he will in a week and a half when he wins Super Bowl th- number three. Okay. But there's a the thing that's interesting about, about the Patriots comparison to the Chiefs and the Brady comparison to Mahomes, and they're right on track, by the way, there statistically, and the Belichick comparisons to Andy Reid is that when Belichick and, and Brady had established that this was a force and they were going to probably win more, and they obviously did. They won six together. Bill Belichick was still young-ish, young for a coach, and there was a there was runway where you could say this tandem's going to happen. Andy Reid is, what, 71 years old? And is that right? You, you can fact check me. I always get these ages wrong. He could be 66 for all I, for all I know. 65. Andy Reid is 12. It's a new segment. The guy's 65 years old. And, and how do I say this in a way that it's not? I am not in as good a shape as I could be. And Andy Reid is not in as good a shape as he could be. And there is a physical toll in reality that comes to the pressure and the hours and the stress and just what you do to, to, to coach in the National Football League. So maybe he coaches for two more years. Maybe he coaches for five more years. Maybe he coaches for 15 more years. But there's a sense out there that the runway that, that we expect, expected from Brady and, and Belichick, does not exist in Kansas City. That Mahomes' future, though, though always attached to Reid, may not be connected to him in the same way. And that might be something that could be true as soon as a couple weeks from now because Mike Florio's been talking about this. And I, I'm going to play this clip from yesterday. And again, credit to Zach Gelb, Zach Gelb Show here at CBS Sports Radio. I think this first came up on Zach's show. But there's a key thing that Florio said, and I believe Florio, whatever he says, but, but as someone who reports in the NBA, when you get stuff wrong or when you have opinions that are dumb, you will hear from people. People will tell you. People will get mad at you. So I want you to listen to that part of what Florio said because to that to me that raised the alarm bells of this is in play where Florio yesterday talked about the possibility that Andy Reid may be coaching his last Chiefs game in a week and a half. The Chiefs have reason to believe that Andy Reid possibly will be retiring after this Super Bowl, after this season. And that's been out there for a few weeks now. The Chiefs possibly considering plans for who would take over for Andy Reid. Again, that doesn't mean he will. I'll say, I'll say two things in closing. First, I have been saying for weeks now, it's on the Chiefs' radar screen. And second, you know, when I say something that is just completely off-base, there are ways that the people who are affected by the off-base thing that I say let me know I'm off-base. 
I haven't heard anything from anybody saying you're nuts when you say this. People in the know, people connected to it, people who would have reason to try to put out that fire. Nobody has said, hey, you know, every time you say this, I'm just trying to help you out here. You're way, way off. It hasn't happened once. And I've been talking about this for three or four weeks now. Which I think is a really interesting reminder that next summer, a year from now potentially, and maybe maybe sooner, there could be a bevy of great football jobs. So all the jobs are filled now in the National Football League other than the commander's job. And they just hired in Seattle Mike McDonald, who is the youngest coach now in the National Football League and the Ravens, D.C. And by the way, the Ravens did not allow Patrick Mahomes to score in the second half of that AFC Championship game, right? I mean, that's his... Obviously, this guy knows what he's doing. Wish him all the luck in the world. But think about this. Okay, so Andy Reid, if he could retire after this season, it's certainly plausible that he could come back and retire a season from now. If he's pondering it, or more to the point, if people in the Chiefs organization, as Florio told us, are a little worried about it, think it's possible, that possibility probably doesn't shrink as the years go on. So maybe it's another year. A year from now, the Dallas Cowboys job will be open. I should say probably, but it will be open. A year from now, the Buffalo Bills job very well could be open. And a week and a half from now, maybe it's two or three weeks, or a year from now, the Chiefs job could be open. You know, there was a a tweet that I saw that was really interesting that pointed out and Tom if you want to if you want to give me this this guy's name what is it Heath Cummings I think yeah made a really good point that Andy Reid could retire in 12 months Jerry could finally run out of patience in Dallas I told you about Josh Allen oh and Philly's the other one Philly could be open now I like what Sirianni's done I, I think those moves are really impressive especially especially Vic Fangio but think about the, the the level of job and the quality of job that could be available. And for Andy Reid, think about the future without Mahomes. And, and this is where I think there's an interesting way to tie past Brady without winning seven. Brady won one championship without Bill Belichick, and that was really impressive. But he got to go handpick his team. If when Andy Reid retires well before Mahomes is done, Mahomes is what, was he 28 years old? He's got a lot of time. What if Mahomes wins two or three more? What if he wins in a week and a half, gets to three, and then he wins two or three more with somebody else or with two different coaches? It's it's not going to detract from Andy Reid the way that I think Brady's end of career success without him detracted from Bill Belichick. I do think it will enhance Patrick Mahomes. And the other thing is, I think Reid's amazing. There's no other coach I'd rather have. The Chiefs are the greatest. Is there a better job that has opened up in our lifetimes than the Chiefs job if and when Andy Reid retires in 13 or 14 days or 13 or 14 months or 20 or 21 or 22 months? I don't think there is. I don't think there's a better job that's ever existed. And so you also have the ability, you got to hire the right guy. You That is easier said than done for the Chiefs to go out there and to have a high-level coach who wants to come in and have a guarantee, a lock, at being in the AFC Championship game. Look, I wouldn't hire this guy, and I'm not saying he'd leave, but are you telling me that if things don't go well with the Niners in the next two years, that Kyle Shanahan wouldn't take a a, a loving glance toward Kansas City? I, I mean, Jim Harbaugh hasn't even done anything yet for the Chargers, but if that guy doesn't have the success that he wants but is pretty good, if it turns out Justin Herbert's 
just not able to get over the hump in big games. Are you telling me that Jim Harbaugh, whatever the 14, 15, 16 million a year he's making, wouldn't take a loving glance at the Kansas City Chiefs? So this other advantage Mahomes has is that however long Andy Reid wants to coach, Mahomes is going to have this, this, and I think Reid is a genius, but a perfect fit, the perfect director for him, right? But the moment Reid steps away, Mahomes and, and that organization can go get whoever the hell they want. And it's just a little wrinkle to remember. It's probably not Andy Reid's last game. He probably has more time. He is 65, as I knew from the moment this segment began, Tom. Okay? Also, if you, I don't know what Andy Reid wants. He's obviously had personal tragedy in his life. Maybe he loves the game and he wants to be the old football coach, the old ball, ball coach stalk on the sidelines. But you just, you, just never, you just never know. I mean, Nick Saban, that, we did not see that coming. Nick Saban was at the top of his profession and walked away not having won a national championship, having been really close, that would be a that is something to keep an eye on. Win it, win another one, get your third. Andy Reid, I think, is already now in the pantheon of greatest of all time coaches. He's not number one, right? But he's not whatever those rankings are. But he has turned his excellence and how beloved he is into the actual rings that will make him remembered in that way in his time in Kansas City. Imagine Ben Johnson just, by the way, that, that dude, don't leave the Lions. I love it for the Lions. Dallas Eagles will be open. Ah, Dallas will be open. Because Mike McCarthy's not very good at what he does. Uh, Tom Havers Show, a little NBA talk. Some counterpoints from, from mine next year on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.